Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Isaiah 31, 1. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is Isaiah 31.1. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help, who rely on horses, who trust in the multitude of their chariots and in the great strength of their horsemen, but do not look to the Holy One of Israel or seek help from the Lord. When you feel threatened physically, emotionally, or relationally, who or what do you tend to turn to first? In what ways are you tempted to scramble to fix things in your strength and wisdom rather than seeking and waiting on God? Over the years, I've gotten better at seeking, but waiting, that's a lot more challenging. In my mid-20s, as a relatively newlywed and young mom, I felt confident of my faith and my ability to stand unshakable through difficult circumstances until our family experienced a significant financial crisis in 2008. I immediately cried out to God, begging him to intervene. Almost immediately, he reassured me of his love and care through one phrase spoken through our pastor, God will fight for your family. As time wore on, however, and without, from my perspective, any divine intervention, my anxiety steadily increased, and I was tempted to try to fix everything in my way. I knew we needed a miracle. And that's actually what my family received a few months later in God's perfect timing. The Israelites, God warned in today's verse, they needed a miracle as well. By this point in their history, the nation had been divided into a northern and southern kingdom. Assyria, a vicious and powerful military force, 185,000 strong, had conquered the northern kingdom and threatened to do the same in the south. King Hezekiah, who ruled at this time, tried to avert the crisis by offering to resume paying tribute, which he had previously stopped. Assyria wasn't interested. To the onlooker, this conflict might have seemed fueled by a power-hungry and prideful ruler bent on domination. And while that was certainly true, scholars tell us much more was going on here. You see, the Assyrians believed their kings held two primary duties— 
to initiate military campaigns and to erect public buildings. And both were considered acts of obedience to their quote unquote gods. So religious acts. Therefore, the battle between the Israelites and the Assyrians was ultimately a spiritual battle. And spiritual battles are best fought not with arrows and swords, but by seeking and yielding to God however he leads. Now, had he told his people to align themselves with Egypt, a nation much more powerful than they, then that is precisely how victory would have come. Instead, God had commanded them to trust in him. Now, you may wonder why, and this is speculation, as scripture doesn't tell us, but consider that Egypt, like Assyria, was a pagan nation filled with people who sought help from numerous false gods. And Yahweh, the creator and one true God, was drawing a clear line between good and evil, truth and deception. He was about to reveal himself as the God who reigns supreme above every nation and army, regardless of their size or their might. And he often uses situations like King Hezekiah faced to do so. Therefore, with his eye set on the miracle yet to come, God told his people to wait on his deliverance. That would have felt like a terrifying command made all the more frightening by the fact that their enemies had already conquered the nation's fortified cities. Based on what we know of Assyria, this probably meant that they had tortured and made public spectacles of any captured Israeli soldiers. King Hezekiah wouldn't be entrusting his life alone to God. His obedience would place each of his men at great risk as well. From a human perspective, turning to Egypt would have seemed like the smartest choice, a necessary choice. But those who know God's nature and heart understand how foolish it is to step outside of God's will. That is not how King Hezekiah responded. He didn't turn to another more powerful nation. Instead, to the God who holds all of history and the rise and fall of every empire in his hands. Speaking of the threat from Assyria, 2 Kings 19 verse 1 states, When King Hezekiah heard this, he tore his robes and put on sackcloth and went into the temple of the Lord. He also sent two of his officials to the prophet Isaiah. And God responded by saying, in essence, hey, don't be afraid. I've got this. And he did. Verses 35 and 36 state, that night, the angel of the Lord went out and put to death 185,000 in the Assyrian camp. When the people got up the next morning, there were all the dead bodies. So the king of Assyria, he ended up breaking camp and he withdrew. He returned to Nineveh and he stayed there. While the people slept, God was at work. They didn't see the battle that God was fighting on their behalf. They only saw the results. They only saw the victory that God had won. That's often true for me and you as well. We see the problem in front of us. We see how big and terrifying it seems. And we probably see our weaknesses and our insufficiencies as well. We may wonder if God hears our desperate pleas for help. But scripture promises he always hears and he always helps. He is always working on our behalf. And most often, he does his greatest work when we can't even see his hand. As we wait for dawn to break, he invites us to trust, knowing the same God who delivered King Hezekiah is our deliverer as well. Let's pray. Holy Father, you are our deliverer. You are the creator of all. You retain full control over everything. You love us deeply. You see us at every moment. We are not alone. We will never be alone. 
and you speak to our soul's child, do not be afraid because I am here. You watch over us. You protect us. You guide us. You fight our battles when we're not even aware of the work that you're doing. Remind us of this story the next time we're afraid. Remind us of everything you did while the Israelites slept. Or maybe while some of the Israelites were fretting and unable to sleep, wondering when you were going to show up and you were working. You were defeating their enemies. You alone brought the victory. And we praise you and we love you. Help us to trust you more. Help us to know you more because the more we know you and the more we experience you, the more we come to trust you because you are faithful, you are loving, you are kind, you are powerful, and you are ever-present. And it is in the name of your Son, our victorious, ever-present Savior, that we pray, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Thank you, No David. The shepherd boy who killed Goliath with just a stone and a sling, right? Well, there's so much more to his story. From shepherd to king, David's life was filled with triumphs and tragedies. How David navigated family, leadership, and faith offers profound lessons for all of us. The David Story, Shepherd, Father, King, is a free online course exploring David's life and how it sheds light on topics like our relationship with God, family dynamics, leadership principles, and overcoming sin. Taught by Professor Justin Jackson of Hillsdale College, this free eight-lesson course delves into the Old Testament through the books of First and Second Samuel. Unlock the power of David's story. Learn more about life's big questions and what truly matters. Enroll in this free course today by texting the word DAVID to 94878. Again, that's DAVID to 94878. Join us for a deeper understanding of the Bible. Enroll in The David Story now by texting DAVID to 94878.